Hi everybody, this is Shay, and this is my new podcast, To Shay. Um, on this episode, my first, I thought it would be a good idea to talk to my mom. She was born in France and put up for adoption as an infant. Her story and her biological mother's story are very interesting. The people who have heard this story all say she needs to write a book. So, this is my mom, Marguerite, and this is her story. Eight years ago, I had never been on Ancestry.com before, and I decided to look up my my dad. And when I say my mom and dad, I'm talking about the parents that raised me, my adopted parents. Um, I decided to look up my dad's side of the family, and I actually traced it back to 1739. And as I was sitting there, I thought I had one of those aha moments. I call them God moments, but I I was sitting there and I said, I have always known that I was adopted since I was a little bitty girl. Um, My mom and dad were very open with me about the fact that I was adopted. And so they, when I got old enough, they told me my mother and father's names because I have paperwork that shows that the day that they gave up custody of me in France in Fontainebleau um, wasn't that the affidavit for your, yes, from your adoption yes okay. and my uh, my mother's name was Monique Olivier your biological mother's name my biological mother's name was Monique Olivier and my biological father's name was Clarence Collins and so as I was sitting there doing the ancestry thing I thought hmm I'm just gonna see what happens if I do this so I put in the search engine in ancestry.com didn't really know what I was doing I'd never been on it before it was just a trial thing for me at the time so I put their names in and um, it's it said you know put a little stuff about them so i put that my i knew that my birth father was um stationed in fontainebleau in probably 1948-49 area because i was born in 1950 and um so i put that information in and when i did um up popped a family tree that someone had put in for my mother's side of the family <clears throat> and so I was looking at it and, and it went back three generations and I don't know what what caused me to do this but I just happened to click on my third great-grandmother's name she was born in Switzerland and she was married to a Frenchman And when I clicked on her name, it took me to a whole nother family tree on the Swiss side of my family. Very detailed family tree. And so I looked at, I didn't really know what I was doing because I'd only been on Ancestry for like a few hours. And I didn't really know that much about how to navigate, but I happened to click on the person's name that had created that family tree. It uses the first, um, the first, uh, the initials of the first and middle name and the first four letters of the last name. And so I clicked on that and when I did, 
up popped a little thing that said you can either view this person's profile or send a message. And so I sent a message and my, I said my name at the time was Margaret Collins. And um, I said, I, I'm related to you. And I just introduced myself and asked a couple of questions. So about three days after I did that, I received an email from a man named Renaud Cholet. And he um, introduced himself and said, uh, as you can see at the end of the sweet message that he sent me, he said, as you can see, we are indeed related. Welcome, far cousin. And so because his family tree was very detailed, I sent him, we, we now had email contact with each other. So I sent him a, an email and I said, it looks like when I look at my family tree that there may be siblings for me, but it doesn't list their names. I said, can you tell me how I might go about finding out whether I have brothers or sisters? And so at on, this point, did you know that Monique, your mom, was dead? Had you did you know that yet? I'll get there in just a second. Okay, all right, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Um, so on September fourteenth, no, September seventh, two thousand fourteen, I opened up an, a letter from Renaud Cholet, and in it he listed every one of my brothers and sisters' names the girls' married names and their husbands' names, and there were seven. I have four sisters and three brothers. Being an only child for 64 years, that was quite shocking but exciting for me, uh, as both my mom and dad are gone now. Um, so anyway, I went about trying to contact the sisters, I thought, surely one of them's on Facebook. And so I, because my, the sister that put the family tree on Ancestry was my youngest sister, Michelle Herzberg. And so I, I Googled, um, I, you know, I put in the search engine in Facebook, Michelle Herzberg, and a, a picture popped up. Uh, well, a, a name popped up. There were several Michelle Herzbergs, but the very first one that I clicked on, um, and I don't know what made me click on that particular one, but the very first one that I clicked on was um, a, a woman who, uh, her, underneath her name, it said she worked at an animal veterinary clinic. That fascinated me, so I just clicked on her name. And when I did, uh, back then you couldn't look at people's walls. You could just look at uh, their pictures, and you can look at photos on there, but you had to request friend requests to see much more. So I happened to look at the photos on the, the wall, and the first picture that I came up to was a picture of apparently Michelle and an elderly lady and I can remember thinking oh my gosh I wonder if I'm looking at my mother for the first time and sure enough when I looked at the comments below the picture it had both all my other sisters names in there 
and so I knew that this was the right one so I ended up sending friend requests to all four of my sisters and the the funny story about that is that when um, when I sent them friend requests I kind of said that I was their sister and having no idea if they even knew who you were right, right. at that yeah. time had no idea whether they knew who I was at all or that I even existed and um, so anyway um, my sister Michelle called my sister Clara um, and they were talking on the phone well in the interim I had been looking at other things I had been looking up different things on on ancestry and I actually found the ship manifest that my mother came to the United States on um, and it and it um, I can't remember it was like 1953 I think which would made me three years old at the time but anyway I'll get to that part of the story in just a minute but um, so I'm trying to figure out where to go next with this okay so in the interim I had sent to the lady that had posted um, the manifest right or well, the information she had, about your family she had on posted ancestry. information about my added information to the the post that was on there on ancestry about my family because she actually did um, genealogy for people she actually had an, a full-time account with them and so I had sent her a message asking for her uh, help because I knew all this stuff about my French mother but I didn't know anything about my American father and so I sent her a message and I didn't realize that she had replied to it and so I happened one day to open up Ancestry and there was a message on there from her listing my birth father's um, army credentials what you know what um, position he held in the army and all that and so I clicked on her name and when I did it took me to a whole nother message on ancestry that said we are searching for Margaret Collins born June 3rd 1950 and it was dated 2010 and that was like I that was the first time that I knew that my family had been looking for me right. um, before I was even looking for them right at the time so anyway I um, I, s I sent her a message and and I, I said, well, no, I messed something up because I had not had contact with her before, but I had put a, a message on Ancestry asking if anybody had information about my mm -hmm. father, and she's the one that answered that that call. I mean, that but message. But she is not a relation to you. She no, is your she sister is my sister's friend, friend right. who does okay. genealogy right. for people. And she had that package right. on, and so on I sent her a message, and I said, "My name is Margaret Collins. I'm who you're looking for." Right. And so um, 
she, it, when my sister Michelle was talking to Clara, saying there's some lady on Facebook that says she's our sister, and they're talking to each other and on this, the phone. On the phone, and this lady that I had responded to saying who I was um, was, was calling, trying to call Clara, trying to call Clara, calling and hang up, calling and hanging up, called like ten times, and finally, my sister Clara said, "I guess I better hang up and find out what's going on." Um, so I'll call you I'll call you back Michelle and so she hung up and called this lady back and the lady said I found your sister I found your sister so that was the first time I ever talked to my sister Claire I actually was working at um, the health I was, clinic I was volunteering at the Hope Health Clinic uh, at the time and uh, I was worthless that day because um, Clara, after about an hour and a half after I put all that information into the computer, uh, my sister Clara called me for the first time. And I, at the time, I only knew about six siblings. I knew I had three sisters and three brothers. But when I talked to Clara that day, she told me about my sister Josie in France, and it turned out that Josie and I were the only two given up for adoption. All the rest of them were raised together. Okay, pause for just a second. I thought you said that when you got on Ancestry, when the guy emailed you back, he sent you seven names of seven siblings. Was I'm it six? I, it was six. I'm sorry. Because you didn't I'm, find out Because out about I didn't Josie find out about okay. Josie until I talked to Clara. So sorry you, about that. Okay, you found the six. So in that list, you found six, six siblings, siblings that were living here in the United States. Yes. And that you knew to be your siblings right and then after you talked to your one of those siblings clara she then told you about, about josie, josie which was monique my grandmother your biological mother's first daughter right and who she, had also been put into an orphanage right in fact she was at the same orphanage that i was put into right um but you had no idea but no I, one had I, any idea that you guys No, had my mom and dad known about Josie, they would have probably tried to take her too. But because she was considered all French probably, which I'll get to the story about her in just a minute. But anyway, um, because she was considered probably all French, I don't know whether they would have been eligible to adopt her or not. But I was only in the orphanage for three months. I was 15. I was a year old when I was put in the orphanage. I was 15 months old when I was taken out of the orphanage. And what happened and transpired there was my birth father went to his commanding officer and said, I want you to find a family that will bring her back to the United States. I don't want her raised in France. And the man he went to ended up being my dad. Your adopted dad. My adopted dad, yep. So they adopted me. They um, couldn't have children, so they, they adopted you. They couldn't have you. kids. They adopted me. They had been trying to adopt a child before they got sent to France, and okay. because you know, because they had to get shipped over there, then it kind of messed up the adoption process. For they were going to adopt a, a boy, a boy, a little boy, but from um, the United States. From the United States. But anyway, they ended up. Uh, so they were over there because of the war. They were over there because just after the war. And my birth father and my uh, birth mother had to go with my father to the orphanage to take custody of me because they had to 
signed paperwork giving up custody of me, and that's the paperwork that I still have. And that was your, and, your father, Monique and Clarence, your birth parents both came to the orphanage and signed that paper? No, my dad, my birth Just father, your dad. my birth father signed the paper, but my birth, we know that's wrong. They did both go okay. because I remember. Both of their signatures yeah, were on the affidavit. Yeah, yeah, because both their signatures had to be on there. And, um, and I was 15 months old. And actually, um, my sister Josie, um, who's three, two years older than me, uh, was actually in the orphanage for till she was five and a half. She didn't get adopted until she was five and a half. Um, and I'll tell you the story about how she ended up there in, in a minute. But um, yeah, so I was told by one of my um, siblings, I can't remember which one it is now, I think it was Clara, that because Clara, my sister Clara is two years older than me, and she said she remembered me, and she said she could remember asking our mother what happened to the baby, what happened mm -hmm. to the baby. Right. And the day, she believes that the day that they put me, that they gave up custody of me, custody of me or no, put me in the orphanage in the, in the beginning, the day they did that, that she came home and laid in the bed and cried all day. And she, she remembers getting up in the bed with our mother and asking her questions about what happened to the baby. Right. To this day, we still are unclear on why Monique gave you up. Correct. I, the, the speculation by f other family members is that at the time that I was born, Clarence and Monique were not married. And she knew that he was going to be shipped back to the United States probably soon, I imagine, with the conversations between them, that she knew that he was going to be coming back to the United States. And what I was told is that she, because it was right after the war and things were really bad in Europe at that time, especially in France, um, she she was afraid that she would have two babies to raise. Then she because she was pregnant again when she came to the United States. When correct? she came to the United States, she was pregnant when again. When she put you in the orphanage, she was not pregnant. With you. No, okay. she was not. All right, she was. But oh, sorry, she, she was not pregnant with your sister. Right. Okay. Jo so Joyce. okay. So all right. So at this point, it's. Just you and Clara. Well, I mean, Josie was Josie already in was the already in the orphanage, and but that's a different story. We'll get to that in a minute. But so at this point, you and and Clara were the ones that they had custody of. Yes. And before she left, before they came to the United States, they left you. They but left, took Clara. They put me in the orphanage. She she put. I, I don't know why she, nobody knows why she put me, probably because I was the last, you know, the newest one. Um, but nobody We still really, have no idea why no, she put you in the orphanage. No, orphanage. no I don't. Okay. So anyway, um, after, you know, Clara uh, told me, you know, the story about, you know, me being put in the orphanage when I was a year old, um, and then my mom and dad got me. She told me at one time that my birth mother tried to go back to the orphanage and 
find me. I guess maybe after Clarence ended up marrying her because she did enter the United States married to Clarence Collins, who was my father. Okay. And um, I was told that she went back there. In fact, supposedly, um, I wish that I could, there was a way to do this. Supposedly, there's a letter at that somewhere in my adoption file, there is a letter from my mother to me. And that's what she took back to the orphanage? Well, or I don't to know. The orphanage? I think she left it there in case, you know, I don't know, maybe in case I ever, because it's in my adoption file. And when my sister Josie, that still lives in France, um, went and opened up her adoption file in 1994, that's when she found out about me. She okay. didn't know about me until then. And Isn't that when she found all of like well, your she mom found, and all her other she siblings. found our mother and all all the brothers and sisters, and she actually came to the United States that year to meet our mother and all the siblings. And one of the first things that she said to our our birth mother was, "What happened to Margaret?" And talking about you, talking about me, and my mother begged her not to tell the others about me because she was she felt like they would hold it against her for giving up two babies. Right. Because Josie and I were the only ones given up for And adoption. the other six were raised by her. Yes. Yeah. So she asked Josie, please don't tell your siblings about Margaret. And she kept, and she that, kept that promise. promise. Yeah, she kept that promise until 2010 when my mother was getting dementia. Okay. And at that point she broke the promise and told them about me and that's when they started looking for me okay um, so Josie had been looking for you from like the mid 90s yes then when in 2010 the rest of the siblings were then looking for you as yes. well and that's how the message ended up on ancestry right that connected you to them right and all that stuff right okay so let's go back and explain how Josie got into the orphanage. Okay, the story about my mother is um, it's sad. wild. It's sad. It's crazy. It's, it's sad really sad and interesting, and um, a, a lot of emotions I have when I go through it. Well, anyway, okay. So my gr my grandmother, which would have been so your Monique, great grandmother, so Monique's, Monique's mother. mother, okay, um, was having an affair with a priest. Okay. And when my grandfather found out about it, he had the marriage annulled. Oh, wow. And okay. when that happened, my grandmother put my mother, Monique, in the orphanage. And my because mother... He didn't want, he, she didn't want to raise Monique as a single mom? I don't know the, any of the answers to that. I just know the basics to this okay. part of the story. Okay. And so my mother was in the orphanage. I don't even know how old she was at that point. Wait, let me back up because our listeners don't know this. You never explained this. So your mother died before you found the family. She, yeah, I meant like, to what, tell six that. Months she she died. I found them on September 7th, 2014. And I believe the date that she died was. Um, you don't have to give specific. It was like October about October 
No, it was October 2013. So about a year. It was almost a year. Almost a year, okay. Maybe a little more than a year. A little more than a year. Yeah. Okay. Um, But anyway. So back to... Monique, Monique was put in, was an, put orphanage. in an orphanage. Don't know how long she she was actually in the orphanage, but apparently my grandfather would go and visit her every you know every summer. I guess they get um, in France or in Europe. I think they get the month of August off. Everybody that's over there gets really. The, yeah, that's what I've been huh. told. Interesting. Now, I don't know if that's still true, but that's the way it used to be. Okay. And so he would go and visit her. Well, he ended up remarrying at some point. Okay. And when he remarried, he went and got my mother out of the orphanage okay. and they moved to Paris. Okay. And World War II broke out. Okay. And when World War II broke out, they fled Paris and they ended up in Normandy of all places right and the house that they lived in in Normandy and was, this was before the invasion of this, Normandy right this was before the invasion and the house in but the house in Normandy that they lived in right before all that broke out was occupied by the Germans and they were actually the German soldiers actually yes, lived in their took, house took over their house and they were like re- relegated to the upstairs part of the house and so when when the when D-Day happened um, and the battles were starting they fled to the hills and hid in the caves while the battles were going on I don't know much about the story of that part of this whole saga, saga. <laughs> but um, but I know, th- and I don't know how m- old my mother was at this time, but I know she was raped. Don't know whether it was by an American soldier, a French soldier, a you German know German soldier, soldier right. or who. But Josie is the product of that rape. Okay. And so when Josie was born, she and her mother, her stepmother, were not getting along. And so she leaves wherever they were at that point just after the war, and she goes back to Fontainebleau, where her mother was, that put her in the orphanage, and her mother made her go out and try to find work to wherever, you know, just travel, wherever you got to go. You you got to make some money. Right. Well, while she was gone, my grandmother put Josie in the orphanage so your grandmother put her granddaughter yes in the orphanage how is that even possible like is that like how do you give up a child that's not even yours i don't i don't know the answer to that i wonder I don't, if she like just dumped her on the doorstep or i, I don't know i don't know details of, the, of that part of the story okay. all i know is that josie um was put into was the orphanage, put in the, orphanage the same orphanage that you that were i was and she ended up being there until she was five and a half she was adopted by a French couple and um, I guess was very loved and well taken care of. So she but, found a really good family yeah, too. Yes, she found a good family. And, and the was sad raised in part, France or Switzerland? France. They okay. were in France. Okay. And uh, my... I'm sorry, you got me... Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. The um, sad part, you, you were talking about Josie, and you said she oh, was in the orphanage. The sad part is that her um, 
Both of her parents were killed in a car accident when she was 21 years old. Both of her adopted parents. Both of her adopted parents were Now, is killed. that when she started looking for her I think so, family? yeah. She looked for them for a long time, I think. Um, so this is uh, this has always made like made me curious on if she found them all in the mid nineties, the like knowing, because Monique, your mom had to have known, you know, she already knew who adopted you, she had all that information. So I want to know why it was so hard for them to find you until Ancestry came along. They had no clue on where you went, but yet well, they knew I your adopted last the, name. They one knew of the who took one, you? Right. One of the reasons is my birth mother, Monique, did not want them to know about me at all. Yeah, now I know that, but Josie was looking for you the whole time. Your sister Josie right. from France. And when she, she didn't she found find out them. about me until she opened up our adoption file, and that's when she found out about me. But she didn't know Monique yet and didn't know the story completely right. until... Uh, until she actually came to the United now, States and Monique met them. Now, didn't come back to try and get Josie out of the orphanage, but she couldn't, like, they had, she had to pay for... She came back. She came back, um, I think, to try to get me out of the orphanage. She, she wanted to get me out of the orphanage. Oh, okay. And bring me... I thought you told me that she had tried to go back and get Clara, but... Like you have no, to pay Clara, for all the ca Clara or, always stayed with Josie. Her. Sorry, Josie, Josie. Yeah, I thought you told me that she had gone back to try and get Josie out of the orphanage, and she couldn't because she couldn't afford to. Because wasn't she upset yeah, that about was, with her it, mom but that putting was before me? Right, that, I know. Yeah, but wasn't she upset with her mom for putting Josie? Oh in the orphanage yeah, to begin yeah. With? She was. Yeah, she was and livid because she had she had told her mother, "Take care of my child while right. I go work." I'll be back to get my child, and then when she gets back, her, her yeah, in, her in child the is gone, and she couldn't get her out she of the orphanage because in France at that time, I don't know if it's still that way. You had to pay for their care the whole time they were there, and if you came and got them, if out. you came and got them out, and apparently, you know, my mother didn't have the funds to do that. Yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah. So basically, when you found them, your mom had been she had passed away from Alzheimer's right right so you never got to ask her any of the questions no, that you would have no. wanted to ask her um, your siblings had some answers but not and some of the answers were even conflicting correct yeah so we have no idea so she kept Clara she had you she put you in the orphanage then she, before she came to the United States she got pregnant with her, her Joyce, jo with Joyce my, my, with your other sister Joyce my fourth sister so and then after third. after they came back to after they came to America um, basically she had three more kids now yes. I believe you have told me that the ones that the, those of you that have done DNA tests you all the only DNA that matches is your mom, correct? Yes. So you do not have the same fathers? No, we thought that Clara and I had the, same, had the father. same father. Um, so when, when after I found my family, um, I went to um, Oregon and met, you know, my All sisters and brothers yes. that lived here in the United States. And we talked about uh, doing a DNA test to see... Um, between myself, Clara, and Joyce, okay, because those were the second, third, and 
fourth. Right, and you were all born. And we were all well, close together. Yeah, we were all two years apart. Okay. And so. Um, and so none of you had the same dad. You and Clara didn't have the well, same dad. Well, when, when we did the DNA test in Oregon, we didn't do it through Ancestry. We did it through a DNA company that does that. Okay. Because we didn't, you know, uh, I don't know why we didn't do it through DNA, but I mean through Ancestry, but we I didn't. I didn't even know that they had a DNA. Right. Through Ancestry. And so. They have something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because when when we got the results back, we couldn't understand what it was saying. So we still didn't really oh. know if all three of us had the same father. So after that, after I came back home from that visit, later on that year, I thought, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to do an ancestry DNA test. And I really did it because I was curious about I didn't even know that it matched you with people. I, I had no clue that it did that. I just wanted to see, you know, the world from around the world, you know, where my what your people, heritage was, what my heritage right. was. You wanted to know the percentage of right, what heritage right. You and were. so right. okay. I did. I didn't tell the others that I was doing it. I just did it myself, and I sent it off. And when I got the results back. Um, I was looking at it and I was shocked because it had um, ten little pictures in the bottom right hand corner of the of the uh, email that I got and in, the, in that email and it said and under each person's picture it said it had um, like third fourth fifth uh, cousins uh, what's the word I'm looking for just uh, like um, matches of uh, people that were related to me okay and I was like man I didn't know that it actually you know matched you with, you with other people connect, right, right connected you with other people I didn't yeah. know that it did that right. and like so it'll say you have a cousin well it's it'll say you had I can't remember the terminology that it uses, but it's it's like um, it's how many like if if it's a a, a sister, it's a, a sister or a brother. It says one thing, and then anything else, it's like second or third generation or whatever okay. or something like that. I can't right. remember what that okay. what it did, but anyway. So when I got the results back from the DNA test. I called up my sister Clara and I said, okay, this is what I've done and, you know, this is crazy. Um, I didn't know that it matched you with people, but it does. And of course it does the percentages, like I'm mostly Western European, but I have everything from um, Irish to, I'm actually 1% Jewish. Um, I have, uh, I, it just breaks everything down and, right. and it was really fascinating to see all the places that, that my heritage came from. But actually when I went further into the email, it actually told me that I had at the time 110 people that I was related to. On that site. On that site. That had, you know, they had and already. This is ancestry. Ancestry, okay, yes, okay. yes. Right. So this is an and ancestry so, DNA test. And so, and by the way, listeners, this is not 
a commercial for Ancestry. We are not getting any royalties <laughs> from Ancestry. No, we're not. But it but it helped. It is me. a cool story, though. Yeah, it helped me find my you know my yeah my world. So when you told Clara that you had done the DNA test, did she end up doing it? So too? She, and I said it matches us with people, and she said, "So give me some of the names." And so the very first name that I gave her was Sarah Chance Smith, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, Peggy, Sarah Chance Smith." is from our father's side of the family and I had not found out anything, anything about, about my them. my my birth father's side of the family she said he that is um I think my my father's sister's daughter my so she's a cousin she's a cousin my father's sister's my father's sister's daughter oh, okay. so she's my cousin okay okay and um she so she said you know she was like you know fascinated by that and she asked me about some other questions well it turns out that i don't even remember how many years after this this happened it wasn't right away but joyce ended up sending her information in her dna into ancestry and when she got her results back our mother is the only one she was related to um she's not related to your biological no family. she's not related to my father at all and so uh, clara and i because of our situation and how close we were and we were both in fontainebleau with my mother and, and father very very similar Yes, she and look very, very similar. similar. And now, and even when you were younger. Yes, when we were younger, we looked a lot alike, too. Um, we just, you know, and we knew that from Joyce on down, everybody had a different father because when my mother and father came to the United States, um, they ended up separating not too long after that, and... And so your three youngest siblings all have different All names. have all. different. Okay, so did Clara ever do the Ancestry Finally, DNA? about two years, two or three years ago, I don't remember how long it's been now, but Clara finally did the DNA test, and she found out that Clarence was not her father. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, it's. Uh, I know some people probably think about this and go, man, your mom got around. <laughs> but... but when you think about the life that she lived and the trauma that she lived through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't judge her. No, I, I never judged. I never, ever, ever judged her, yeah. ever. Um, I wish, the one thing that I wish more than anything is that she could have known that I was okay, mm -hmm. that I had yeah. a wonderful mom and dad who yeah. loved me very, very much. Yeah. I was very blessed. Yeah. I wish that she could have known that because they, the other family members told me that not knowing what happened to me tormented her. Oh, really? A lot, yeah. Especially S after they all found out about me. Now, I'm pretty sure she knew but at that time, again, she was getting she was dementia. Getting dement and yeah, so she was she, getting dementia, getting early onset Alzheimer's at that right. point, which is why Josie ended up telling them to begin right. with so that if they had any questions for her, I guess they could ask right. her before yeah. she lost her memory right. altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, 
you know, when when you guys found each other, she had been deceased a year, so you never yeah. got to ask any of the I questions. I never got to ask that her you would have questions. liked to have asked. Well, I, I what, just... what questions would you have wanted to ask her? Like, I can think of a question. If if I could ask her something, why did you keep Clara and and then put mom up for you know you up for adoption? And then, you know, went on to have so many more kids. Like, what, why her, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think probably because I was the newest one, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Clara was older. Well, taking, yeah, taking Clara was older and she could more. fend for herself right. more than having a baby. Was I was essentially a baby when right. she, she left, you know, put me in the orphanage. So, I, you know, um, again, no judgment on yeah. her at all I just you know I think about what her life was like yeah going through well, I mean, the thank war God she did because if she hadn't I wouldn't be here you right. know what I'm saying like you know there's no telling where you would have ended up so you know obviously things happen the way they were supposed to happen right right but you I mean I can't imagine not having looming questions like you know why did mom keep this one right. and not me uh, and you know, I, I really, um, I mean, that to me, that and also, was... also, I wonder if Clarence knew that Clara wasn't... You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, probably not. And I wonder if he knew that Joyce wasn't his either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that's that's three kids. Uh, and you said you're all about two years apart. Yeah. So that means that, you know, Clara had one dad, which I, did they... did did Was Clara born before she was even with Clarence? Do you know? I don't... Think, no, because she always thought that Clarence was her father. Okay, so Clara Monique, always, okay, always felt like. In fact, she father. didn't know, so like I said, shocked. until she did the DNA test. So that, she was shocked to find yeah, out that Clarence was not yeah. her dad. Okay, so then that means that Monique either thought Clara was his or yeah. told him that because. And you know, I mean, I. I who knows, you yeah. know? I mean, she. I can't even conceive of what her life was like. Oh, yeah. You know, herself being put in an orphanage, yeah. then jerked out of an orphanage and Raped. taken. And, <laughs> and to have well, And then, ha you know, have World War II break out. Well, and D-Day happened right, right in front of her eyes. Right in front of her eyes and, and all of that trauma. Right. I mean, I can't even, I, I, I can't even conceive those of us who you know are old enough to kind of remember stories about you know you don't people don't talk about world war Two all that much anymore but yeah it was pretty traumatic yeah. for and d-day was a big and was part a of it. huge thing yeah huge yeah um and so, so all, all the places all the that he picked that, to take her normandy you know obviously he would if he knew what was going to happen in normandy he wouldn't have taken her there but right he did take her there and so she had to witness those and, atrocities and you think and, about all the 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 horror that she had to have seen oh, yeah. in that especially in normandy you know right. with all the i mean I, I can't even conceive of living through all that right. so i yeah. there's no judgment yeah. on my no, part no no i don't I, yeah i think that she did what she thought she had to do and and did and the best that she for, could and looked for comfort wherever she could find it yeah you know really yeah. when you think about it i mean you think about being given away and mm -hmm. you know I mean, it's it makes you think about things, you yeah. know. I I I never felt any animosity towards my birth mother, but I always found curiosity about 
you know, what was going on in your head and why did you, right. you know, I can only assume from knowing the things that I know now about what might have, you know, transpired yeah. in her life. Right. But, um, and, and I know you never judge it. Now, when you were a kid, though, growing up, you said you knew you were adopted. <laughs> I got a great story about that. Kids used to tease me about being adopted when I was in school, little, you know, young. I knew before before I really even understood what adoption was, right. I knew that I was adopted. Basically, your adoptive parents were very honest with you. Right. From the and beginning. my kids, kids in, and especially in the elementary, used to tease me about being adopted. And I'd look at them and go, my mom and dad picked me. Yours just had you. <laughs> so uh, I, I. So you felt chosen. I always felt chosen. And I was. Yeah. I was very much loved and accepted by all of my mom and, and dad's and I, family. And I get that. And I get that you have a love for them. That you know they are your parents. But when you were little, like now, you have no judgment. Now you have no reason to think anything else. But when you were younger and you knew that your mother had given you away, did you have any sort of sadness about that? Or like, why why did she give me up or anything you know, like I that? Really you know, I really never, ever did. And I don't know why. I can't explain to you why. That's good, though. I didn't. That's good. But I think it was more of... I always thought about it. She did what she had to do for herself at the time. And probably what was, was best praying you. that you know, yeah, it would be, it would work out for me too, and especially because she knew then that I was going to an American family, to American mother and father, brought to the United States to be raised, right? And I would think that she would have to think from that that I was going to be okay, yeah. and although you never know what adopted parents are going to be like um i i was blessed yeah you were blessed and and you know maybe i'm sure that when your father when clarence put you up going to his you know what was he a sergeant or or his commanding officer my, da my yeah, dad yeah. he was a chief warrant officer so he was the highest non-commissioned officer that you could be so he was his superior yes and so when clarence went to his superior and then his superior turned around and adopted yeah you, i'm sure that yeah. probably kind of gave them at least a little bit of right you know comfort knowing that right you know this as far as i know this is a good and man. i think you know i have i have you know uh my my birth father died when in 1976 76 70 i think something 1976 and um, I always felt like he cared about what happened to me enough to try to get me because again in 1950 I mean it wasn't that long after World War two and right. I'm sure Europe was still kind of a mess yeah. over there oh, I'm sure and um, and so he, he had interest in getting you to the United States. Right, right. He wanted And going to his superior officer and then him in turn adopting you got you to the United States because right. they were American, both right. Americans. Right. Um, so, um, like, I remember, okay, I've got, I've got another question. Because I remember growing up and obviously, you know, my whole life I knew that you were adopted and, um, and it's so funny too because when, when I was growing up, 
my brother and I, we were the only grandkids on both sides. So your adopted parents never had kids. Any other kids never adopted any other kids. And then my dad's side had one sister and she never had any kids. So my so you brother never and had I, cousins. we never had cousins. And I remember growing up always wishing that I had cousins. Well, come to find out I had what, like 18 Oh yeah, cousins? now that now that I've found my birth family, I have seven brothers and sisters. I never had, I was never an aunt before. I'm an aunt 18 times right. now. Yeah. And I can't even count all the grandnieces right. and nephews yeah. I have, so. And you've been lucky enough to go over to um, Oregon and meet all of them uh, and I got to siblings. go to France and meet my and you sister got, and Josie you got to go to France. now I have not gone to either place that so I have not unfortunately gotten to meet um, cousins cousin yeah cousins or aunts or uncles or any of that um and unfortunately the one uncle your the, one sibling that did come here to Kentucky um he ended up dying shortly after and so I didn't get to meet him either um he did get to meet my daughter so yeah. you know um but so anyway, so I guess what I always wondered, so growing up, like I remember thinking, cause you and you and dad had stick straight hair. No one in dad's side of the family ever had curly hair. And me and my brother both have curly hair. And I remember always wondering like who on my mom's side did we get this super curly mm -hmm. hair from? And I always remember asking you growing up, like, why don't you try and find your family? Yeah, that 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 is something I wanted to find I, your family. I never had I never had I mean, I know that a lot of adopted kids um in fact, probably the majority of adopted kids at some point in their life have the burning desire to find out who their birth family is. Yes. I never really had that burning desire. I always was very curious, you know, obviously, um, but I never had that, like, I got to do this. I can't, you know, yeah. live unless I right. do this. And, and I, you know, and honestly, it was when, I mean, it was when I was actually looking at my dad's family and tracing it all the way back to 1739. And this that, is your adopted dad. Yeah. When I say dad and mom, I kind of specified that I'm always talking about my adopted parents the people that raised me but um yeah I, I it wasn't until I was sitting there looking up his family that I thought well you can look up your own family yeah. <laughs> so I did yeah. you know but I never had the urgency about it and I I guess I didn't realize how much you wanted that. had a, an urgency yeah. about it and yeah. if I had known that maybe I would have responded a little and I apologize to you for no, that it's okay it, I just I mean it, it you know it was your it's your deal it's not my I mean obviously it's my family too but it's you know I just never understood I remember always thinking growing up like if it were me I would just want to know but I'm the type of person that I want to find answers to anything like right if a topic gets brought up if I can't google it and find the answer like <laughs> I'm pissed like I want to know the answer like right. it's really hard for me to right. not know something so growing up not knowing anything about a whole half of my family it always bothered me and I always thought that you were not doing it because you thought that grandma and grandpa would get mad or or no, sad. No, actually, um, actually, well, my dad started getting Alzheimer's um, in 1980, not too long after you were born. 
because he died in 1993. Right. Um, and my mom always told me, because she told me, I think your birth father at the time, they were from Jellicoe, Tennessee, which is right on the Tennessee-Kentucky borderline, but my mother always told me there's a mountain over there in between Jellicoe and La Follette that you can go over that takes you north a little bit towards the Virginia line. Okay. And my mom, she knew that I was curious about it, and she even said, you know, I will help you at some point if you want me to, but it was kind of hard at that time because of dad and his, what he was going through with his Alzheimer's and stuff. And, um, and we just, ne you know, we just never pursued it after that. But she told me, she said, I think your birth father is from over on the other side. I can't remember the name of the mountain now, but it was over on the other side of this mountain. Well, if you look at the other side of this mountain, um, it's in Virginia, and when I looked at the, I, I, in the interim of all this stuff, I had, I found more information. I found the ship manifest that my mother came into the United States on, and under her name it said Appalachia, Virginia, and so I'm, I'm sure that that's where um, my father was from. Right. My birth father birth, was yeah. from. So your biological so, father was from there. So right. you think that's where they went back to when they yes, got and, back to and the United States. That's where they had to go when I mean they had to say where they she was going. And that's where uh the, and they lived there for a while. And I don't think Appalachia, Virginia is there anymore. It's kinda like where my mom and dad are from my mom was born in Domino, Kentucky and it's uh over near Hazard uh, Kentucky, which I've heard about all my life, but had never been there until recently. Um, but anyway, it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. So I don't think Appalachia, Virginia, is there. But I I I found out the area that it's in, and it is just across that mountain in Kentucky. That's so weird. Or Tennessee, Kentucky, Tennessee. Um, yeah, it's just across that mountain. So your biological father and biological mother were probably not too far away from where um, your adopted parents yeah. were at. All right, folks, so that was it. That's my mom's uh, adoption story, how she found her birth family, and a little bit about her uh, biological mother and um, the in interesting, very interesting life that she led. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at 2shea81@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That is T-O-O-S-H-E-A 81 at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening, guys.